This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, March 18th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Glyphosate under fire in Congress this time. USDA set to finish food buys by fall and new sage-grouse plants to benefit grazing. Glyphosate is under fire, but this time it's in Congress. A new front has opened in the battle over glyphosate herbicide. A senior Democrat of the House subcommittee that controls the USDA budget has introduced legislation that would require USDA to start collecting data on glyphosate residues in produce and other foods. The Keep Food Safe from Glyphosate Act, sponsored by Representative Rosa DeLaro of Connecticut, also would ban farmers from using glyphosate as a pre-harvest drying agent on oats. Her bill is backed by the Environmental Working Group, a research and advocacy organization that commissioned testing of breakfast cereals for traces of the herbicide. The residues found in those tests were well below the maximum levels considered safe by the Environmental Protection Agency, but the Environmental Working Group contends those safety limits should be far lower. Earlier this year, DeLauro led a letter signed by 31 Democrats calling on Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue to add glyphosate, best known as Roundup, to the pesticide testing list. Now, why this matters? The legislation likely won't go anywhere in this Congress, but her ideas could catch hold after 2020 if a Democratic administration is elected or Democrats win control of Congress. In the meantime, the bill can provide a rallying point for anti-glyphosate activists. Roundup trial heads to a fourth day of deliberations. A federal jury has been unable to agree whether exposure to Roundup was a substantial factor in causing a California man's non-Hodgkin lymphoma. Today, the jury will gather for its fourth day of deliberations. The six-person jury wants to have a portion of plaintiff Edwin Hardiman's testimony read back, but the court did not say which portion. On the stand earlier this month, Hardiman discussed his use of Roundup and his medical history. Monsanto contends that Hardiman's previously active hepatitis C could have caused his cancer. One reporter who has been covering the case tweeted, The lack of a verdict thus far could mean we're headed for a mistrial. Customs stops massive illegal Chinese pork shipment. The U.S. Customs and Border Protection has intercepted a massive amount of Chinese pork that smugglers were attempting to sneak into the U.S. through a New Jersey port. The pork, which NJ.com and other outlets reported, totaled about 1 million pounds and filled five containers, may have been contaminated with African swine fever, that according to CBP. Secretary Purdue gave some of the credit for the bust to the USDA-trained beagles, Chipper, Marley, Chase, and Cardi, who sniffed out the Chinese pork. USDA plans to complete food buys by September. USDA is challenging a report by the Midwest Center for Investigative Reporting, claiming the department had bought only 11% of the food it committed to purchase back in August as a part of a package to help producers cope with tariffs. In a statement to AgriPulse, a USDA spokesperson said the department had bought $500.6 million worth of goods, 75% of the target for the first half of the program, and 42% of the total. USDA said it is making adjustments in order to compensate for amounts not purchased and reach the $1.2 billion target by September 30th. 
USDA said its purchases are affected by the needs of food banks and the seasonal availability of food. For example, U.S.-grown table grapes are not available year-round and are perishable and require us to purchase surplus levels during a specific window of time, according to the spokesperson. America's food banks cannot handle more than $500 million in pork all at once due to a lack of freezer space. New plants for sage-grouse better for energy and grazing. Final plans released by the Bureau of Land Management could allow significantly more oil and gas development in areas that are prime habitat for the greater sage-grouse. The new plants covering 60 million acres of sagebrush steppe in Colorado, northeastern California, Nevada, Oregon, Idaho, Utah, and Wyoming allow enormous new loopholes for fossil fuel development, according to the Center for Biological Diversity. One big change from the Obama-era plan is the removal of sagebrush focal areas, where the birds receive extra protection from development, that in Wyoming, Idaho, Utah, and Nevada, according to the Wilderness Society. In Congress, the Western Caucus applauded the move, saying it reversed the Obama administration's land grab that virtually shut down grazing. Trump to host Brazil's Bolsonaro. Newly elected Brazilian President Jai Bolsonaro will meet with President Trump for the first time tomorrow. Both leaders are expected to speak to the press at the White House Rose Garden after lunch. Agriculture trade between the two countries is expected to be a major topic for tomorrow. Brazilian Foreign Affairs Minister Ernesto Areo told reporters on a recent visit to the U.S., we expect something very meaningful on trade to be announced during the visit, he said. The U.S. is pushing Brazil to lift its ban on American pork and end a tariff on U.S. ethanol and fulfill a 20-year promise to give the U.S. a quota for wheat sales. Farmer of the Future, focus of today's AgriPulse Summit. Thought leaders across the agriculture policy in Capitol Hill will gather today for the third annual AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit to focus on the future of agriculture. The theme of this year's summit is shaping farm and food policy strategies for 2040. Brett Schiato, CEO of Aimpoint Research, will be laying out his firm's groundbreaking research on current agriculture trends and the farmer of the future. Aimpoint believes there will be fewer than 100,000 production farms by 2040 and that 5% of farms will produce more than 75% of U.S. output. In addition to top experts in food and agriculture, and a panel of young farmers. Our speakers will include USDA Chief Economist Bob Johansson and Greg Ibaugh, USDA's Undersecretary for Marketing and Regulatory Programs. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, March 18th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.